Hello, and welcome back to Mind Tracker. First of all, let's talk about something very special that has happened. So, like most of you, I got my Spotify wrapped. But the wrapped that I got was for podcasters. And I got notified by Spotify that I'm able to reach nine countries. So I was like, yay, this is so exciting. I'm able to reach nine countries. And then I go into Podbean and out of curiosity, I start looking into the analytics and I find out that I'm actually in total with Apple, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, I am now reaching 21 countries. Wow, 21 countries in total. Unbelievable. And thank you. It is a pleasure talking to you guys. And now I'm starting to feel like this is a two-way conversation as opposed to first. I used to feel like I'm talking to a microphone and I'm broadcasting this through a podcast. I hope people listen. But thank you. Thank you for taking out time from your day. I feel special. I feel so happy and fuzzy. And I am so excited to start today's episode. So as you know, Mind Tracker is all about reprogramming your subconscious mind accessing your consciousness and about the beauty of self-realization and in the previous episodes I had started to touch on consciousness so I thought why not I talk to you about consciousness it is something that I have been researching on for about two years and it is a very interesting and fascinating subject for me I feel that everybody must have this knowledge. It's really, really special and useful. For those of you who are new to the show, I am Sarah. I live in Canada and I'm an engineer and a researcher and I have been studying consciousness through quantum physics, spirituality and philosophy independently and academically. And I'm so excited to be talking to you about something which I find to be a very important piece of knowledge. Well, you must be wondering why consciousness, that is such a specific, a very specific subject. So why is it that I'm curious about consciousness or why do I even want to talk about consciousness? And two years ago, when it first hit me, um, COVID-19 was at its peak. People were suffering around the world and COVID-19 had taken over People who were dying, unfortunate circumstances surfacing on social media. It was a lot. That was also the time, particularly when we had to social distance ourselves. And we had to now come to terms with our own emotions. And people were vulnerable like they were never before. They were emotional. And the best thing was that they were using social media to talk to each other, to talk to the public and people wanted to take their emotions and just be honest and open about it and that is when I realized that wow we all are suffering a lot you know when you're only at your home and you're only visiting or hearing from your family and if if everybody's doing okay you feel your life is good and you're okay this is a tough time but it's passing But when you go on social media and you hear the various stories of people around the world 
in different circumstances, having different challenges, reality starts to settle in. It is hard and it's challenging. And as I would read these stories, oftentimes I would just sit and sit and cry because it was a lot. You know, after having a good cry, I, I remember distinctly thinking to myself, I feel peaceful. I don't know why, but I feel peaceful. And when so much is happening, all I do is like care about my friends, my family, you know, people that I know, and I ask how they're doing. And when they turn around and ask how I am doing, I would say, I'm okay. That is when I stopped and asked, why am I, why am I not flustered and panicky? So much is happening, but why am I not shaken as much as some people are? And that is when I realized that for the past couple of years, I had been reading a lot of books and learning a lot about humanity, people, where we all started from, what we are to this world, philosophy, spirituality, different concepts in these regions. And that's also when I got an understanding of consciousness. So I felt that I was feeling calm because I knew that there is consciousness within me and I will be okay. I don't know how I thought I will be okay, but I just felt like I'm okay. I mean, I'm not saying that I don't cry, but I'm, what I mean when I say I'm okay is that I don't wake up thinking, what's going to happen to me? I feel like I'm okay. You know, whatever is happening in the world is horrible and I'm crying and I'm disturbed. But when it comes to me, I feel I'm okay. So that's when I started to study consciousness a little bit further. And while spirituality and philosophy are beautiful disciplines to study, they leave room for vagueness, for having misunderstandings, at least for me. And when I discovered quantum physics, that was not just two years ago, that was a while ago. But two years ago, I started learning consciousness through quantum physics. Quantum physics for me is a very useful tool because through quantum physics, I started getting more rationale to consciousness. I started understanding it through science. That is what I'm familiar with, being an engineer. I feel like I understand science. I, I trust science. And when science talks about consciousness and there are dots being connected in the understanding of consciousness between science, spirituality, and philosophy, I'm like, uh-huh, this is so interesting. This knowledge is usually only shown through spirituality and philosophy, but it is actually very nicely shown through physics. And me being a nerd was excited and extremely curious. I had a lot of questions and good questions. And so I dove in and I found a lot of answers. And in today's episode, what I want to do is I want to share with you the questions I had, the answers I found, the knowledge I gained, 
and why I think it's going to be useful for you to know as well. So, as always, for suggestions and feedback, you can write to me at info at mindtracker.org. And to support the show, you can head over to Patreon forward slash MindTracker. All right, let's continue. So what I learned in my studies was that there is a unified field that exists in the world. And that unified field has streams of energy that is flowing through us. So consciousness, our consciousness, which science now identifies that consciousness is in all living beings, is actually connected to a unified field. And a lot of scientists hinted at this. Nikola Tesla said, My brain is only a receiver. In the universe, there is a core from which we obtain knowledge, strength, and inspiration. I have not penetrated into the secrets of this core, but I know that it exists. This is just one person hinting at consciousness, and there are very many people who are as well. So it becomes really exciting when scientists, people who have had in-depth knowledge of science, hint or indicate something which is like consciousness. And then you start connecting the dots and you go to spirituality and philosophy and you find similar knowledge. And now through the discovery of quantum physics, you're able to find rationale. So, so let's talk about it. <laughs> it's, it. Let's just get it started. So there is a unified field in this universe. And we are all connected to that unified field. It's very interesting when I say the word unified field. Because how do we know that there is a unified field when we cannot see it? You know, that's like the biggest challenge. How can we believe in something when it's not visible to us, when we can't see it, when we can't touch it? But that is what energy is. We cannot see or touch energy, but it is always changing forms and it exists. It is a language of science. And if you think about a human being, we have limited wavelengths and frequencies of radiation that are visible to our eyes. The visible light spectrum, it is a segment of the electromagnetic spectrum that the human eye can view. And that a spectrum lies between 380 to 700 nanometers of wavelength. Anything out of that spectrum is invisible to us. So when you put on sunscreen on your face in the morning, because you want to protect yourself from UVA and UVB radiations, that's not because you can see those radiations. That is because they exist while we cannot see them. And just how we all are right now sitting or standing on the face of this earth and are not flying in space, it is because of gravity, which is, again, not visible. It is a force. It's an attractive force. But it exists, and it is because of gravity, which is an attractive force between masses, that the entire planetary motion and the Earth is all rotating in perfect synchrony, perfect orchestration, and no planet all of a sudden wants to go and take a tangent. You know, all of them together are in perfectly balanced forces. 
So when I, when I talk about energy and when I see that when I say that energy exists, again, it is one of those things which we as human beings cannot observe through our eyes and we have to rely on technology to let us know that energy exists. And you know, if you follow me on social media, I'm going to give myself a little bit of a homework. I will be posting photos of energy that can be seen through technology. And I'll be posting it on my social media page and all the links are going to be in the description below. So you can go ahead, follow me, take a look at those photos. When I say that energy exists, that's again one of those things that I cannot see through my naked eye. But those technologies can help us understand what that exactly means. So if we have this energy flowing through us, which is consciousness, and it is connected to the unified field, which is the source of everything. It is the source of inspiration, wisdom, strength, anything and everything. That means that that unified field is unlimited. Energy doesn't have any physical barriers like a human being does. And there is a beautiful intersection that happens when our physical mind is able to start taking information from our consciousness. It is connected to the source. You know, again, there is abundant intelligence, and for simplicity, I'm just going to call it the highest intelligence. There is a beautiful intersection that happens when we start to connect with the highest intelligence, and we start to get downloads and information from that highest intelligence. And we're able to also indirectly become unlimited and that is what got me really really interested so if you look at the world right now the suffering that is happening the wars that are happening the lack that we feel which ultimately makes us feel hopeless or as if we don't have control it is just a perspective And if you notice somebody's suffering in any capacity, usually suffering comes from not being able to control something. Most of us, we feel, if we ever feel hopeless or depressed or sad and have anxiety, it's oftentimes related to us not being able to control something, not having control over our circumstances, not having control over external situations and not having control over what's going to happen. But when you start looking at it from an energetic point of view and you start understanding that you are a human being with consciousness flowing through you, which is connected to the unified field, the not having control subsides and the having control starts to settle in. The not having control part starts to appear to be as a human perception again. It's a human perception that we don't have control because that's just how human beings are. We want to feel in control and we only will if we have, if we can physically see that we have control. But we don't. However, energetically, we do. So in a simple equation, if I want to put this in a simple equation, it is the limited human mind 
and the unlimited consciousness. What happens when we try to understand and tap into our unlimited consciousness? And that is when a lot of people get really, really confused because that is when you don't know how to make sense of energy. You don't know how to make sense of consciousness. How is it possible that consciousness is the highest intelligence and it knows everything? You know, there's so, so many questions that arise. But again, consciousness is not like a human being. Human beings can think only so intelligently. They can look only so, so far. They can jump only so high. We are limited with what we can do with our human body. Consciousness is energy. It doesn't have, it doesn't, it doesn't have any physical limitations. It can think as intelligently as it wants. It can move as fast as it wants. There is no concept of speed with energy. And it can also avail as much as it wants because, again, it's connected to the unified field, which is the source. So I started to then understand that, okay, you know, I am consciousness. And this consciousness is connected to the source. So in other words, I have the source within me. Okay, well, how can I use it to my advantage? Right? Like, what can I do to also become limitless? And that is when I started to dive, or dive deep into how I can access consciousness and how I can get in touch with consciousness. And one of the ways how consciousness can be accessed is when our human mind slows down, it quiets down, that is when we can hear consciousness or we can feel consciousness. And that happens during meditation. So meditation is a practice that has been around for years and years. It has been around since mankind existed. It's so, so old. And people, you know, in different parts of the world practice meditation and they swear by meditation. So again, that led me to ask, why is it that people are able to meditate for such long hours in peace with themselves with no distractions? It didn't make sense to me initially. How is it that people are able to meditate for hours and hours? That means they're not getting up to go drink water. They're not eating. They're not using the bathroom. They're able to sit in that state for hours. How and why? What is it that they're gaining from meditation? What does it feel like that they want to sit by themselves and not interact with anybody and just sit quietly with their eyes closed and breathe i didn't understand it initially what happens in meditation is that we come into a relaxed position the human mind calms down we're now not thinking about what we're going to have for dinner what i'm going to say to my friend where i'm going to go out on my holiday i'm not planning i'm not thinking i'm simply in a position of quietness, stillness. But that is when you can start sensing and accessing consciousness. And when you start accessing it, it gives you a very peaceful feeling. Consciousness is connected to the unified field. It doesn't lack anything. You will feel like you lack nothing and you will feel whole in every sense of the word. 
And those who meditate for long hours, when they go into the deeper levels of their mind, they also experience this peaceful wholeness where they feel contentment. There is no lack because, again, they're connecting to consciousness, which is connected to the unified field. There is nothing like lack over there. Lack only exists in our perceptions as human beings. So as I was studying different authors and different people who have done research and who have done valuable work in this area, I came across somebody called Jose Silva. If you want to Google him up, I will leave his link below and you can simply just, you know, Google his name as well. And you will see a few books that come up and a lot of talks that come up. And Jose has done some incredible work. And his work is around the mind and how the mind, which is again a control center, right? Because it allows us to access consciousness. So his work was focused on letting people know that there is infinite potential within them. And they can access this infinite potential by simply using their minds. So in Jose's experiments, which happened around the world, he would take people through meditation into the state of mind where they can access consciousness and whatever is going on in their life, any problem that they're experiencing. Those people are able to find answers in those state of minds where they're accessing consciousness. And what, what has started happening was that people started to have some amazing experiences. They would be able to solve their problems. They were able to heal themselves. They were able to get healthy. They were able to solve their problems at work, in relationships. People started to have real results. And that is when Jose's work started to get recognition as well. And it is through his work that I learned about the various states of our mind. So our brain, which is an extremely complex and useful organ, has electromagnetic waves. And every state of our mind has electromagnetic waves of different wavelengths associated to it. So a very peaceful state of mind will have a wavelength associated with it, which would be different than a state of mind which is stressed. So with Jose's work, people were able to go to deeper levels of mind where they would feel very, very peaceful. And once they achieved that state of mind, he would tell them, okay, now you're accessing consciousness. Now you are able to ask questions. Now you are in touch with the infinite intelligence. The most wonderful thing is that it worked. People had amazing results. And so when I came across his work, I was fascinated. But I also wanted to know what is it that he's doing? And why are people getting the results? So I studied the brain. And I found out that it is true. Our brain does have different states associated with different radiations. And those radiations have different wavelengths. In simple words, you can say that you have five different types of waves. There is the gamma waves, which is 35 hertz. It's when you're concentrated. Then there is the beta, which is 12 to 35 hertz. 
That is when you're not concentrating, but you are doing your normal tasks. It is your normal waking consciousness, essentially. When you're in your normal wakeful state. And then you have the alpha. That is when you're relaxed. You have passive attention. And then you have theta. That is when you're deeply relaxed. You're inward focused. And then finally, you have delta. That is when you're sleeping. And each of these states are useful for different reasons. So during meditation, what one should try to achieve is the relaxed state. That is the theta state, when you're focused inwards and you're deeply relaxed. And theta state is a very powerful state. And that is when your correspondence with your consciousness is quite effective. And as you get out of your meditation, that's when you stay in alpha state. You're relaxed. You have passive attention. However, you're kind of in touch. You're calm. Um, A lot of the athletes love to function in the alpha state of the mind. And I'm going to make a separate episode on the alpha state. It is one of the most powerful states to be in if you want efficiency in your work. And that is when you're not, you know, hyper or not too excited, but you are rather calm and focused. For today's episode, I just want to talk about the theta state of the mind. When somebody goes in meditation and they calm themselves down and they go to the theta state, the state of their mind where they're deeply relaxed and they're focused inward, that is when a lot of the magic happens. That is when they're able to directly access consciousness and get ideas and solutions from there. And it is so fascinating, the power of theta state meditations. And that is something I am going to delve deeper in in the next episode. I feel like, you know, I've given a bit too much information and I just want you to, you know, sit with it, some food for thought, think about it. And to summarize what we have discussed today is that there is a unified field and we all are connected to that unified field. We cannot see that unified field because we are unable to due to the limitations of human eyes. That unified field is abundant in its nature. There are no physical limitations. Everything already exists for the unified field. Human beings in our nature are limited. We're limited in what we can do. We're limited in what we can see. We're limited in almost every single way. If we just talk about the human body. Consciousness, however, which flows through us is unlimited. What I delved in this episode was how the limited human being can access this unlimited consciousness. And then allow this unlimited consciousness to work in their lives. And once the human being allows to do that, he also starts to feel unlimited in various ways. One of the effective ways of accessing consciousness is through meditation. During meditation, you're able to reach deeper levels of your mind where you're relaxed and you can access consciousness. And you can get solutions, ideas, and bring it into your lives. 
It's your resource. And I also spoke about the great Jose Silva and how his teachings made an incredible impact on people's lives because they worked. That is the fascinating part. This works. And I want to talk more about Jose Silva's teaching and I want to go in depth and talk about how we can as well try those teachings on ourselves. And that is something I'll be covering in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope I was able to put everything in perspective adequately. Please let me know if there's something you want me to explain more, talk about more. I am more than happy to do that. I would love to hear your feedback. And as always, you can reach me at info at mindtracker.org. And to support the show, you can head over to Patreon forward slash mindtracker. All the links are going to be in the show notes below. Thank you for listening to me. This is Sarah signing off. And I'm going to see you in the next episode. Love you. Bye.